On January 30th, 2023, the city of Troy put out a notice titled Important Information About Lead in City of Troy Drinking Water. The city has reported that none of the main water lines are made of lead pipes, but there are an undetermined amount of lead service lines, those lines that connect our homes to the main water lines in homes built before 1975 that could be lead pipes. In 2018, Troy was awarded half a million dollars to start to deal with this problem, but to date, none of the money has been spent. On Thursday, February 2nd, residents and advocates showed up to the Troy City Council to express their concern and frustration with how Troy is handling lead in the water. Here are some of the public comments from the City Council meeting, starting with Jonah Favreau. Immediately after finding out my child had lead in his blood, he hit the ground running trying to fix the issue. I received a free water kit from New York State to test our water and the results came back a few weeks later, alarmingly high. I contacted the water department and the city to report the issue and was told that they couldn't count because they weren't tested by the lab the city used. We collected further samples for the city and again, a few weeks later, the results came back almost identical and still very high. And I'm talking three times the allowable amount of lead in my drinking water. From here, I started Googling resources and almost immediately found the article from 2017 announcing that the city had received over $500,000 in state aid to start replacing lead service lines. It took a month of frequent emails and phone calls, but I finally had the opportunity to talk directly to Leon in late December. He told me a number of things. Number one, that this dollar amount was a drop in the bucket and that action wouldn't be taken until the EPA disbursed more funds in 2025. That about a year and a half ago, he put a spending plan in front of this council and it was now out of his hands that it was the homeowner's responsibility to dig up the service line. He vividly remembers the day his dad dug up theirs and questioned whether or not my husband could do the same. And lastly, that he grew up with lead pipes and that he is fine today. That is the definition of survivalist mentality. And it's disgusting to say to a mother who was eight months pregnant, dealing with lead in the blood of her child who has a speech delay, and other sensory issues, both of which are known side effects of lead being present in the blood. Excuse me. I reached out to the county. There's no assistance if lead is found in the water versus paint. No stipends are provided for homeowners who are forced to run their water for at least a minute once a day, sometimes twice if they work outside of the home. No stipends for those who choose to buy bottled water. No filters are handed out like they do in the, some suburbs of Colorado to all residents until the lead pipe issue is resolved. No stipends are provided for vitamins and supplements and high quality food that can be used to flush the lead from a child's body. There isn't even a simple blurb on the city's website indicating what type of certification to look for and filter should a resident have the means to purchase one. Simply put, the city is lacking in supporting this major crisis. I've included your office, Mr. Madden, in a slew of emails to Chris Wheeland over the last three months asking pertinent information regarding the spending of the funds in 2018 and the support you're offering residents. 
and those emails were left ignored. I know, Mayor Madden, that you pivoted the responsibility back onto the residents to report lead service lines before taking action, and that you are concerned developing a plan that's fair for all residents. But what's not fair is feeling left unheard because I'm simply a mother. And the biggest injustice at hand is that the money was left unspent and unused over the last five years while children are still being exposed to contaminate year after year after year. My child is two and a half. I want to know why this money hasn't been spent yet. And I want to know who specifically dropped the ball. My name is Sean Collins. I am the president of the Troy Area Labor Council. I had a plumber over to replace my water beaver. My wife and I uh, bought a house about a year and a half ago. Fortunately, I had seen the emails and, and had heard from many of the folks here about what is going on. I, I asked the plumber, can you go check out my lead service line? I had had some issues with the test. Fortunately, uh, he was able to uh, help me while I waited for the city to get back to me to say, yes, you have a lead service line. Uh, my wife, Ashley, is uh, nine months pregnant, basically. Uh, she's due any minute now. Um, and uh, this was certainly not uh, exciting news to receive uh, on, uh, on the cusp of uh, you know, us having our first child. I am astounded uh, that the city has had uh, access to this money since 2018 and has taken no action. Many of you have been on the city council for years. This is not something that you could say uh, you were not aware of. And there seems to have been no proactive action on the part of the city council, on the part of the mayor and his administration, nothing. I, I don't understand how, how this is allowed to uh, go on. As always, when these th sorts of things happen, who are the ones who are most affected by it? Women, particularly pregnant women, working class folks, low income folks, people of color, people who uh, don't own their homes, the majority of the residents of the city. Erin Beera. My story predates the, the funding that was made available to the city in uh, March of 2018. Um, my son, who was born in uh, June of uh, 2016, uh, at his one-year uh, checkup, was tested for lead levels, and uh, we received notice from the county shortly thereafter um, that he had elevated blood lead levels. We, you know, immediately took action. We understand, um, you know, we need to do testing on the water. We did that with a lab locally, discovered that it, in fact, was the water that was contributing to these lead levels, and uh, you know, we went out, bought a filter, uh, resolved the issue that way. I suppose what's more irking to me about this story is that I served as a city engineer uh, between June of 2020 and uh, this, this recent December. And I was unaware that the city had this funding available when I was in a position to possibly assist and aid the residents of the city resolving an issue that affected me personally or my son. I, I just hope that some action can be taken. And while I'm sure this offer will be ignored, I would offer assistance if, uh, if I can in any way. My name is Liz Moran, and I am speaking both as a resident of the city of Troy for the past 10 years, and also in my professional capacity as the New York Policy Advocate for Earth Justice. Earth Justice is the nation's first and largest legal environmental nonprofit organization. Uh, we do a lot of work related to lead. The public has a basic right and expectation of government that the water that comes through their taps is going to be safe and healthy to drink. And right now, Troy is failing on that very basic expectation. 
I want to give some context as to why this state level funding actually exists. I'm going to bring in a little bit more local. Tehusik Falls, New York. There's some parallels that I think you all should be extremely disturbed by from Jana's story. Uh, in Hoosick Falls, they ended up finding out that the government was covering up toxic levels of PFAS contamination in their drinking water. And what brought that to light was a resident whose father died from a disease that is associated with exposure to PFAS contamination, and he had to make a stink about it. It is shameful that there is any type of comparison that can be made between what happened in Hoosick Falls and what's going on here in Troy with lead service lines, because this was entirely preventable. So the Hoosick Falls drinking water crisis prompted New York State to really change their tune when it came to addressing drinking water quality issues in New York. And they created the Clean Water Infrastructure Act, which is a multi-billion dollar program to help municipalities across the state address drinking water issues. Flint happened around the same time, which is why there was lead service line replacement funds. So New York State wouldn't have a Flint-like crisis. So the fact that the city of Troy has had this money for five years is nothing short of disgraceful. And as you've heard, there's quite possibly attributable lead poisoning cases as a result of this inaction. I want to note a couple things as to why it's particularly inexcusable that this money hasn't been spent. Number one, the city of Troy actually didn't have to accept this money from the state. The Department of Health went through a process where they evaluated what municipalities would make most sense to receive these funds. The city did not have to accept, but there must have been some understanding that this is likely an issue here, and that's why the city took this money. That's part one. Part two is, there's actually a lot directed from the Department of Health website as to how you can start using this money, how you can identify places with lead service lines. You can start by looking at a list of houses that are dated 1940 and older. Uh, and then lastly, it's not like the criteria here is particularly high to just replace a lead service line. Any part of the pipe, as long as it's lead, has to be replaced. We are calling the city to develop a plan immediately to remediate the situation and start using these funds. At the end of the city council meeting, the mayor made a statement and allowed for some questions. It got a bit heated when Greg Campbell-Cohen basically asked why Troy was prioritizing fairness over helping some residents fix and replace their lead pipes. That's one of the stupidest questions I've ever heard. It is. That's what you're doing. You're in no, I, I, it is not. No, no. Uh, I'm trying. We put, we put information out on the website so that people could take steps to avoid lead accumulating in their water. We're not, we're not letting people get lead poisoning. We're working on the solutions that we can provide at this time. I would encourage everybody to come to the workshop on the 16th. We have a, a problem, a serious problem in the city. The money that we have is a fraction and maybe about one and a half percent of what we need. We do, do not yet have a good inventory of the houses with the uh, lead service lines. Uh, we've had about a 4% return rate on our uh, efforts to collect that. Uh, but based on that and extrapolation on that and the you know, the historical knowledge that the water department has. We estimate there are about 4,500 lead service lines in the city. If we uh, estimate $5,000 per replacement, we're looking at 
$22,500,000. It's an enormous number. And yes, there will be grant funds available to help with some of that, but uh, there's not gonna be enough. 